When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's the one thing all great teams have in common. Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet that talk was a cheese broken, you stop it! No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Clap! 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 It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Hey, ladies. Nice night for a stroll, wouldn't you say? I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Oh, no Kevin today. He, uh, uh, to be fair, I was kind of late on organizing it, and then he had to bail. We kind of turned it around quickly, but hopefully Kevin will be back for our next episode and subsequent episodes. But who knows? Who knows what Kevin's got going on today? But Let's move on because this is a very special episode. We're not going to wait for Kevin. We're going to reveal the 2022 Quack Attack podcast, Mighty Ducks trivia extravaganza bracket today. But first, a few follow-ups to um, some stuff we talked about in previous episodes. First, uh, Kevin talked about, you know, maybe some Quack Attack bandanas and Eric on Twitter at erock3382 says as the uh, as the official unofficial sweaty dude of the Quack Attack podcast I'd love some bandana merch. Eric, I'm just going to give it to you. I'm going to say you're the official sweaty dude of the Quack Attack podcast. So congratulations to Eric. You can put that anywhere you need and and you know, when that bandana merch comes out, you'll be getting one if and when it comes out. The second thing I want to talk about so we did our tier rankings. People liked them. They argued about them. We had a suggestion from Keela to do tier rankings for the most attractive Mighty Ducks. So could we do some sort of, you know, I was thinking, you know, we have the white, the straight white dude corner. Maybe we get three other people on to help balance it out. We do the tier rankings for the most attractive Mighty Ducks. Obviously, Game Changers is out of the question. That's just creepy. But is it creepy if we go back and do these kids now that we're older? Like, I, I, I've tried. I've gone back and forth on this. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I feel like, I don't know. Is there a, a gender split here? Is it, is it better for, is it easier for females to go back and talk about how dreamy these teenage boys are? Than like us go back and, and look at like Connie Moreau. Yeah, I'm not going to take part of that. And, uh, <laughs> neither should you. Okay. Well, fair enough. I think I, you need to rethink some of this. I well, that's why I did. I I got really excited about the idea, and then the more I thought about it, I was like, no, this is um, this is treading into some interesting territory that I don't know if we want to be a part of. So I appreciate Tommy being the moral conscious of the podcast and uh, moving on. Because, yeah, I, 
when I started to look at it from my side, I was like, oh, this is kind of creepy. And then I was like, could we just have other people on and talk about it? But then we would need to rank them as well. And it gets kind of mucky. So we could just do personalities. Who would you want to hang out with? Oh, interesting. I like that. Personality is more important anyway. That's right. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Let's move on to the trivia contest. Move on before we get onto some kind of a list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The government is probably monitoring this podcast at this point. Let's move on. The trivia contest. So to recap here. So we had a, our entry quiz was up for a full week. There was 11 questions. I'm taking the people who answered the most out of the 11 questions. Last episode, I talked about tiebreakers. And there was some backlash because I said, hey, I'll take the first person to get it in. I'll take it by time. And then I was going to switch it up. And people said, hey, I took it early so I could have that tiebreaker. And I said, oh, that's fair. And guess what? We didn't even need the tiebreakers. So five out of 11 was the cutoff point to get on to this, uh, I guess, first round. This was sort of like the play-in games, play-in round, I guess. To get into the bracket. Yes, to get into the bracket, I guess, to get into the postseason. So, to yeah. Make the dance. Exactly. So, five out of 11. I did award some half points on the quotes, really. So, there's two questions about quotes that I gave some half points to. So, that differentiated things. But, yeah, anybody who scored five or more, you got in. There was a, exactly 16 of you. Uh, and And quite a bit of entries. So, much more i think the last time we did it i held it i kept the entry quiz open longer and we got more entries this time so good job for the quackalites without delay let's move on to the number one seed and no surprise here number one seed goes to jeremiah b eight out of 11 impressive he is the defending champion from our last trivia contest He's number one overall seed in the tournament. Congratulations to Jeremiah. But before um, before we move on, I should I was going to do this before we really reveal it, but we'll we'll go slow. Um, the questions people want to know the answers. I'll give you those answers right now. So these questions were randomized for every person. So you know it's not going to be in the exact order that you had it, but. The questions, how many kids do Connie and Guy have? They have three, but it feels like seven. A lot of, a lot of twos, some random like five, sixes. But I, I would say of the Game Changers questions, this one was the most uh, answered correctly. So moving on, what is Coach Orion's academics, academic requirements to play for on his team? A lot of questions, a lot of like 3.0s. There's some like B pluses are better. Correct answer is Bs are better. And then some people actually did the quote, or you're riding the pine pony, which I appreciated. I did not give extra points if you finished the quote. But Bs are better is the correct question. Which team do does the don't bothers play in the state semifinals? Maybe it should have been do the don't bothers. Which team do the don't bother? I don't know. There's there's some grammar police in there somewhere. That's going to answer that. That's the Lumberjacks. Lumberjacks actually sort of heavily featured in that state final. They're the, they have 
there there's like a big announcement they're basically the iceland the one guy blows a kiss to his girlfriend and or slash mom they don't they aren't really sure so that is the lumberjacks the bonus question is who is number six on the cardinals and my desk game changers i gave that to the podcast listeners that is lee li uh and then we move on to finish the quote gordon are you prepared to lose your job over blank the correct answer some kids some game a decent amount of people got it some people got some kids some people said some game some people said a bunch of kids i get like i said i gave some half points here and yeah that's how it worked uh, what type of pie does Bombay bring Alex after the skills challenge? This is a game changers question. And the correct answer, pecan. That was sort of a plot point in the episode. I was surprised that not many people remember that. You know, they flew the pecans all the way up from Georgia. It was a, it was a major plot point. I was disappointed in the quack lights for not getting I don't know that. If major is the right word <laughs> there. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It was a plot point, though. Like, it was the thing that brought the whole episode together when, you know, Bombay comes in at the end. Uh, in the final period, which don't bother wore Connie Morrow's District 5 jersey. You really had two guesses. So, someone did guess Sophie, but that was really down to Lauren and Maya. And then the correct answer is Lauren. So, pretty... I, uh, I, I guess you, it was kind of a 50-50 guess there if you didn't really know. But, you know, Lauren and Connie had their whole, like, little heartwarming, like, she's awesome in episode six. But it, there was, it was very much split. I think there were a lot of guessing going on there. Uh, what is Eden Hall Radio Station's call letter? So only a couple people got this correctly. K-W-A-R. K-War. So Josh's radio station, K-W-A-R. What is in the word bubble on the Coach D cardboard cutout at the Ducks Gala? So nobody got this. I didn't expect anybody. Yeah, I was curious what this was going to be. I don't even remember what I guessed, but I'm sure I put something stupid. Uh, I think you put just one. Let's see what Tommy guessed on this one. Tommy guessed. um, Tommy guessed your mom. And a lot of uh, a lot of like I love hockey moms out there. Nobody actually got this. So the correct answer is dominate the ice. I also there's actually two. One was just in the background. Um, so if you got this, you were really on top of your game. But no one even got the first one. I also would have accepted play demolish repeat, play comma demolish comma repeat because that is what the second one is. And then uh, I went to look at Tommy's and I, I missed the, uh, I messed up where I was because it's all randomized again. Let's see. Let's go back to my quiz. All right. So let's look at this. So, oh, I think this is the right one. Perfect. Uh, in D2, Fulton and Portman blow curfew and try to talk to some girls. What is Fulton's pickup line? The full line is, hey, ladies, nice night for a stroll, wouldn't you say? So a lot of um, half points awarded here. Most people got the stroll. Some people said nice night for a walk. Someone said want to get some ice cream, which was incorrect. 
Uh, but if you had nice night for a stroll or like, hey, ladies, nice night. I, I, I try to give you half points here. There were some I just couldn't. Uh, but a lot of people left off the wouldn't you say, which I didn't want to penalize the people who got that full thing right. So that is number 10. And the final question, which two Mighty Ducks from the original trilogy were brothers in real life? Most people got this one, I would say. It is Guy and Fulton. Were there any interesting guesses for that one? Um, I don't think anybody really got that one wrong that like got and made right. it into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's some, there's some funny ones that are out there, but um, overall I would say job well done by the Quackalites. I wasn't expecting a full 11 out of 11 just because I threw a couple hard ones in there just to see how far we can do. I was surprised by the people who got the, the, the call letters. I was not expecting many people to get those. Few of you did get it in there. I would not have gotten it if I did not create the quiz. So congratulations to you guys. Congratulations to everyone who took the quiz. We will move on though to the rest of the bracket. Number 16, just sliding in there. Five out of 11 and did it the latest out of anybody who scored five is Dan. Dan C. Don't have much information on him. His name did not look familiar to me, but congratulations, Dan. You are in the tournament. You are playing Jeremiah B. In the first round. Uh -huh. Then we move on to 8-9 matchup. We have Mary. Mary Y. 6 out of 11. Great showing for Mary. She's the number 8 seed. And then number 9. Brian B. Formerly at Bberg19 on Twitter. He is still Bberg19 in the Discord. He got 5.5 out of 11. Again, he missed the nice night for a stroll, wouldn't you say, question. He did not put, hey, ladies, in front of it. He just said, nice night for a stroll, wouldn't you say. So he got nine. He's C9. So you have that that pod there. That's the, your, you know, elite eight pod or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if that's the region. Uh, the bottom part of the bracket, you have Michael J in the number five seed. Classic five of 12 matchup here. Michael J, six and a half out of 11. So we got six and then uh, coach Orion's academic requirements. He's put B plus or above. I gave you a half point for that. It's just B, just B or above. And then number 12, AJ, AJG, McCheesehead in the discord. He gets five out of 11. Congratulations to him. He's in, he's in that, I would say coveted. Would you say coveted 12 spot with the upsets? Do you want to be a 12 seed or is there pressure to be a 12 seed? I would argue that you don't want to be a five seed. Not that you want to be a 12. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, Michael, Michael's really in the hot seat there. Yeah. Some, some upset potential there, possibly uh, number four seed, Matthew M also six and a half. He put nice night for a stroll did not put, Hey ladies. And he did not put, wouldn't you say? So maybe I could, should have gave him a quarter point. I just gave him a half point. He's your number four seed. And then, he faces our number 13 seed with another five out of 11, Shakita Weaver. Congratulations to her. That rounds out the left half of the bracket. I don't know, the West. Do we have, we need some sort of regional or bracket We, we need to names. make it um, Mighty Ducks related, the brackets. Oh, interesting. We could do the quack bracket, the attack bracket. 
Oh, I like that. I like that. Or um, trying to think other divisions we could do. And we'll come back to that. Yeah. Right now, for the working title, the, the quack side of the bracket, there it is. It's Jeremiah and Dan, Mary and Brian, Michael J and AJ, and Matthew M and Shaquita. And let's move on now. Second half of the bracket. The other side of the bracket, our number two seed, the number one seed in the attack side of the bracket, I would say, is Michael F, a.k.a. Cats fan in Ohio. Seven and a half out of 11. He put on the, you know, Fulton pickup line question. Hey, ladies, night, night, nice night for a stroll. He did not put, wouldn't you say? That cost you the, the, the full eighth point, which would have tied you with Jeremiah. But Jeremiah got in before you. So really didn't affect the number, the overall number one seed at all. He is a defending quite question of the year champion. So some pressure there. Number 15 seed, John L, five out of 11. And then the 7-10 matchups, which is always a fun first-round matchup in college basketball. Uh, Aaron, Aaron D got 6 out of 11. AKD underscore 5-6 on Twitter. He's been, he's been active on the Twitters. Got some quiet questions under his belt. So uh, expecting a lot from Aaron D. I, he might be in my upset pick for the second round here. Uh, the number 10 seed, Daphne Williams, 5.5 out of 11. Again, Coach Orion's academic requirements put B plus or higher. A couple people put that. It's just Bs or higher, people. Let's not overthink it here. And then we move on to the number six seed. Number six seed, Stevie Yanks. The, one of the legendary characters of the pod. Stevie Yanks, six and a half out of 11. I gave him, I was maybe generous. He sh- probably should have been a six. In terms of the question of who wore Connie Murrow's jersey, he put the girl with the cape. Would you have given that, Tommy? Or did you have would given have given that? half a point? She okay. does have name, you know, very nice name. <laughs> um, but I do know that there. Um, if if he had not gotten that half point, I guess maybe he would have dropped down to seven, or maybe not. But he would have been tied for seven. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it really impacted too much seating. Right. Right. But yeah, a girl with but the cape. now, but now Stevie, you got a chip on your shoulder because we're uh, we're basically saying you're overseated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl with the cape. I didn't know, and I was like, I know who he's talking about, so I give him the half point for it. His opponent, the number eleven seed, Vishnu, Vishnu, one of the great Twitter uh, responders to us. He, we got uh, in a long debate about Adina Menzel at one point about how I only knew her from Frozen and. Vishnu was not very happy with me. So Vishnu's in the tournament out to prove himself and Adina Menzel. Make, the, make both of those people proud. Uh, and then the final matchup, our number three seed, John H, seven out of 11, Highway Hodge on Twitter. Former Quiet Question of the Year winner, John came through near the end and locked up the number three seed. And then the number 14, Robert H., with another five out of 11 correct there. I believe he was, oh no, he was not our last five out of 11. That was our number 16 seed. So Robert H, there's your bracket. I'll post the bracket in uh, the show notes. If you have any ideas 
on you know predictions or you have any software or websites that you use that allows you to easily create bracket predictions i would be down to hear it because the website i'm using right now forces you to create a login which you know is not fun i don't want a bunch of logins and neither do you so if you guys have any other things but i'll put the bracket in the show notes and you know you can create a login and predict it sure why not but there you go tommy just your what are you looking for here in the early rounds of this competition what are your thoughts um it seems like there's definitely um you know not a ton of like margin for error after the top few seeds um because if you look at like the um the seventh seed um seven and eight got both got six and um and then you know the 16 seed was five out of 11 so basically you're looking at one question difference between the 16th seed and the eighth seed uh, or the seventh seed really. Mm-hmm. And then you could argue the sixth seed since um, Stevie Yanks um, was overseeded. <laughs> um, and so I don't think anyone should be too surprised if you have an upset in, in like the 413 or 512. Um, but I, I would be surprised if one of our top two seeds were to go out in the first round um, but, you know, sometimes you might just get someone who's on their day. You know, we've all seen some dog millionaire, so <laughs> maybe there's going to be questions that would just kind of, li- the stars would align for uh, a nice 16, one upset. Yeah. And to be fair, it's three question difference. So, you know, it's not like, you know, a 10 question difference, like anybody who made the tournament has a handle on the trivia, but yeah, I think. The matchup I'm most looking forward to is Stevie Yanks and Vishnu, both uh, both personalities on the internets here, both people who have displayed their knowledge of the Mighty Ducks universe in the past. So I'm very interested to see how that one plays out, especially because this is my feeling. This is just my feeling. I don't know how well-versed Stevie Yanks is in Game Changers. That he's very strong in the original trilogy, but I don't know if his game changer's knowledge is up to snuff. So maybe that that you know will give the critics some more ammo as they talk about him being overseeded. So I, I will say, and I'm not making these questions, and I haven't seen any questions yet or anything, but I, I'm willing to bet that whoever has the game changers trivia down is going to win this competition. That's what the difference is going to be because I think all of us do great regular Mighty Ducks like but game changers is, is going to be the game changer. Mm-hmm. Yes. So just a, a quick sort of recap here. First round is going to be exclusively game changers trivia. We're going to get there you in. Go. Yeah. We're going to get in game changers trivia for the first round. Second round, you're going to name the mighty duck in 30 seconds. We'll name the mighty ducks character. And then the third round and the championship round TBD. I have some ideas, but I don't want to make them official quite yet, but it would be a different format than the first two rounds. But I figure we have so much ammo, so much content with the game changers now that let's, let's figure out who's really watching this and who's really paying attention. So for those of you in the tournament, my recommendation would be to study up Mighty Dust game changers. And do we want to, reveal is it now time to reveal the prize for winning the mighty ducks trivia contest this year 
I think so. I think it could add a little extra studying incentive. But first, can we remind folks when the contest is going to start? Do we have like a target date for the week so people know how long they have? Yeah, I'm. I'm start. I want to start not next week, but the week after. So that would be first what? week of March. First week of March. Well, I guess it would be like second week of March. Oh yeah, that's true. I forget we got the weird twenty-eight day week. Yeah. So seven, eight, nine. Um, we'll probably do two matchups depending on time frames. That's a good point for the caveats here. So this is the bracket, but like last time we've had people back out for various reasons and jump in. So, you know, if we need to switch it up a little bit and, you know, bring some people in or move things around for scheduling sake, that may happen. Just a caveat there, but I will try as hard as I can to stick to the bracket, how it is. Uh, Those of you in the tournament, you will receive emails from me to try to set up the scheduling but yeah the the first round should come out uh march 10th would be when the episode releases so you've got a little bit of time but not too much to really study up here so congratulations to everybody got in you guys you're what three rounds one two four rounds away four rounds away from winning the best i would say the best trivia prize in Quack Attack history, that is a two hundred dollar gift card to PF Janks. We're gonna make Very it happen. exciting. Yeah, we're gonna make it happen. Just like Coach T, you won't get the trophy. We'll we'll send you maybe like a mug that could uh, service as the trophy, and then you'll get your two hundred dollar gift card to PF Janks. Maybe we can send you an NFT of a trophy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We'll like mint an NFT or something. I'll have to figure out how to do that, but. I mean, we could just send you a, a picture of a trophy that we drew or something. Oh, yeah. It would just be very unofficial and just send you a JPEG and call it an NFT. I like that. That's even easier. So, yeah, you'll get our quote-unquote trophy NFT. One of one, by the way. It will be huge. It will be huge. Uh, not for sale, though. I guess you could try to sell it. I guess people sell their Super Bowl rings. You could sell your trophy if you wanted to. One of one. It's going to be very valuable, though. And a $200 gift card to PF Chang's will be coming your way. So be on the lookout for that. And we'll be back. I have, I'm trying to lock down before the NCAA tournament, our official college hockey player of the Quack Attack podcast. So we have it. We have a guy in mind. We're trying to work the schedules uh, so we can all jump on the bandwagon for the postseason. So that should be coming next week. The week after that will be the start of our trivia contest. And we'll be going from there. In the meantime, you know where to find us. Thequarkitect.com, at QuarkitectPod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash QuarkitectPod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us your you know, predicted winner for this Mighty Ducks trivia contest. And hopefully Kevin will be back for it. But who knows? And remember, Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quick and dick is